1: and the directness describes the attack of the animal kingdom's most feared factor the tiger whose major weapons are his powerful forepaws and razor-sharp claws which with a single swipe can down a full-grown deer
2: good evening ladies and gentlemen and thank you for spending your time in the tiger's den we will try not to waste it it is February 18th, 2024 A.D. I am Franco Mate, otherwise known as Angry Tiger, and this is the Tiger and Snake Financial Report. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, faith in Joe Biden and his economy melting faster than an ice cream cone on a 90-degree day. Also, $50 an hour minimum wage. Yes, I said $50 an hour minimum wage. A tale, to- a tale told out of the loon town called California. Retail sales plummet as inflation continues to rise. Go figure, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm, I wonder why that's happening. Anyways, Ukraine's economy booming on your dime. Not very nice at all. Not very. Taxation is theft, by the way. Just wanted to point that out. Another rocket ship takes off. Wholesale prices are skyrocketing. Better get yourselves a parachute, ladies and gentlemen. Retail theft up as people start to lose everything. They're taking matters into their own hands, literally. The economy is in a full-blown meltdown, ladies and gentlemen, as the Fed continues to print more money. The snake-headed gypsy tin benders at the Federal Reserve aren't through with us yet, and things are getting pretty dicey. So hold on, because you have the tiger by the tail. And with us tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Bouncer. The dude, dog, ninja in all types and ways and forms. He is patrolling for all varmints with tyranny on their breath and lice in their beards. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What is going on? It is a pleasure to be here with you tonight. What is that spot on my corduroy jack? I've got that out of there. Anyways, it's a pleasure to be here with you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I am going to try to make this a little bit faster because I am starving to death. And uh, I'd just like to point out, I'm banned on YouTube. I've been banned for, this is the second week now, but um, you can go to Twitter and you can go to Facebook and find this report and you can comment like Jason Barker just did, look at that. He's on Twitter and he said, good evening, Tiger. Good evening, Jason Barker, how are you, sir? Um, Pretty good week, life-wise. Hope everybody else had a pretty good week. What are you trying to do, bouncer? Chew my foot off? You hungry too? Anyway, uh, we're hungry here all the time over here in the Tiger's Den. But um, I hope you all had a good week. Um, I had Harlan Stonewall on on uh, Wednesday. Uh, he's a he's a trucker and he's he's got great insights. And uh, if you haven't checked that video out, check it out. It is badass. Um, with that being said, um, we have a lot of bad economic news as usual, but we're not going to let that affect our our mood okay we're going to think like a tiger we're going to be virtuous self-sufficient and that will breed confidence and we will be confident so um you know we're we're using this information we have to live in this corrupt postmodern system that we've been implanted in And uh, I don't like it very much. And I'm sure a lot of you don't, especially when they steal our money and give it to other people and and waste it on on boondoggles, like uh, studying the sex lives of shrimp after they've ingested cocaine or something silly to that effect. But that's okay. We know how they play their game. So we know how to play our game and survive this stuff. You know, not financial advice, but sooner or later, the stock market's going to have to correct itself. And that's going to present an opportunity to buy things when they dip. So you want to keep those kind of things in your head. Um, Also, right now, while you have the chance, if you can get into oil any way, shape or form, I suggest that you do it because sooner or later, that is going to skyrocket. Um, Also, uh, we'll get into that. I was going to say something else. We'll get into that uh, a little bit later. I better write it down so I don't forget, you know, things happen fast here on the on the uh, Tiger and Snake financial report. What's wrong with this pen? Useless pen. Goodbye, pen yes anyway i do have some music um check it out um ben crosby i think you guys are gonna like it let me get it up on the let me get it up on screen for you fine ladies and gentlemen i want to thank everybody for being here with me tonight very excited to be here with you and um we should be able to get some bing crosby up here in just a second and let's go to mr Bin crosby and the name of this song is brother can you spare a dime i think we all if we're not careful could be in saying that, those, that that exact sentence one of these days here. So we need to watch what we're doing. Please be careful with your money, ladies and gentlemen. The economy is no joke and prices are rising faster than you can say. Rufus ran around the barn with a piece of raw liver in his mouth. Try to say that three times fast. I know I can't. Here you go, Bing Crosby.
1: They used to tell me I was building a dream, and so I followed the mob.
0: When there was
1: earth to plow or guns to bear, I was always there, right on the job. They used to tell me I was building a dream, with peace and glory ahead. Why should I be standing in line just waiting for breath? Once I built a railroad, I made it run, made it race against time. Once I built a railroad, now it's done, brother. Can you spare a
3: dime?
1: Once I built a tower, up to the sun, brick and rivet and lime. Once I built a tower, now it's done. Brother, can you spare a dime? Once in khaki suits, gee, we look swell. Full of that yanky doodly down. Half a million booze Went slogging through hell And I was the kid With a drum. Say, don't you remember They called me Al It was Al all the time Why don't you remember I'm your pal. Say, buddy, can you spare a dime? Once in khaki suits, ah, gee, we look swell. Full of that Yankee doodly-dum. Half a million boots went slogging through hell. And I was the kid with a drum. Call me Al. It was Al all the time. Hey, don't you remember? I'm your
2: pal, buddy. Can you, you spare, spare a, dime? a dime? Yes, well, I'll be looking for dimes as, as things cool. get crazy. My is my miracle pal?
1: child.
2: Anyways, um. Very interesting stuff. I'm going to check, uh, check Rumble really quick and say hello to everybody in the chat. Who do we got here? We have May Nancy. Good evening, May Nancy. Thank you for viewing and thank you for, for you know, being a consistent viewer. I really appreciate that. We have Karen Carpenter. What's going on? Thank you as well for being a consistent viewer. Jason Barker, of course. I have to thank you. Opossum King. What is going on? Glad to see you there. Who else do we have? Audi MMR modern retro radio i want to check out audi he is a badass it is good to see you all there and uh i'm very very happy um jay i'm gonna try to get you as a moderator here so uh let me know what your um what your rumble tag is i was trying to do that just before the show that's why i was one minute late actually um anyways every now and then we get trolls coming in the chat and we want to be able to nip that in the bud anyway i don't want my viewers being harassed so Let's launch right into this financial report and see what we got going on. All right, all right. You don't want to see my ugly face twice. There we go. Trust in Biden plummets as Americans lose faith in handling of immigration and inflation. Those things are rhyme, immigration, inflation. <laughs> there is immigration, inflation. Listen to that. Okay, the United States find it, finds itself in a critical moment as Americans evaluate President Joe Biden's handling of key issues, such as immigration and inflation. A recent poll suggests a shift in public trust. This will have consequences for Biden, the Biden administration and border and the border political landscape as the nation heads toward the 2024 elections. So, and that's uh, let's see what else do they have? Oh, the state of public trust. Recent findings indicate a decline in Americans' trust in President Biden compared to the former President Trump particularly on immigration and economic issues. The lack of confidence shows challenges in crisis management and econ- economic stability. This reflects border nation- national concerns with many. Who wrote this? I can't. It's almost hard to get through these articles with, with many Americans questioning the effect of, it's supposed to say broader, not border. Anyways, the effectiveness of current policies in addressing the root causes of economic and immigration challenges. All right. Despite cha- despite the challenges, the Biden administration has seen economic growth. The real GDP rose 2.5%. That is absolute horse smoke. We discussed this. The only reason the GDP isn't in the negative is because of war spending. Okay. That's why. That's, that's why. We're done reading this bullcrap article. I'm not going to continue on wasting my breath reading this, but The whole key of the the whole fact of the matter is here is that people are losing confidence in Biden. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to share a little secret with you that if you are a viewer of this program, you probably already know. The economy, all right, is not run by the president or the House or the the House or the Senate. Okay, the House and Senate have advocated by the responsibilities of running the economy and they've handed it over to the Federal Reserve. Who runs the economy? The Federal Reserve. The snake-headed gypsy tin vendors at the Federal Reserve who want to cut your throat, steal your eyeballs, stick them in your nostrils, and laugh at you as you walk through their neo-feudal system that they are pointing out right now. And I'm very irritated because I see the general public in this malaise and watching this professional wrestling of presidential politics, and they really don't know who runs things in this country. And it's very frustrating to look at it over and over and over again very frustrating. By the way, Joe Biden just passed some executive gun orders. I looked at them. They're nothing of significance, but Trump set the precedent for that. You think Trump's going to be the answer? No, Trump's not going to be the answer. He's as bad as Biden. Okay. If not worse, 80% of the money in, in, in circulation right now was printed during Trump's presidency. Okay. And the immigration crisis was not good under Trump either. Millions of people came in under Trump. Okay, so the president and Washington is DOA, dead on arrival. Okay, what we need to do is follow Mr. Agnelli's advice and we need to go and create public forums in a non kinetic way, in a peaceful way, and start over. That's what needs to happen with this crap. These presidents don't do anything, they are a beard, they are a face for the Federal Reserve, okay? And the military is the hammer of the Federal Reserve. And the Federal Reserve loves using, loves wars, okay? Because they get to fund most sides and nothing creates makes it so they have to pull more money from the future into now, more so than a war, all right? And I get up here and I say the same thing over and over. Hopefully we get some new viewers that we can educate them because this this crap's not working. I have progeny here. I have grandchildren living in this country what is it going to be like when they get to our age are they going to have the same quality of life i don't think so are they going to have the same liberty well, we don't have very much of that now that's being sucked away quicker faster than a, a snakes a grease snake's tongue tied to a lightning bolt okay we are being destroyed systematically and it's driving me insane to watch this okay cuz i've lived a fairly good life all right but my grandkids and my 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 kid and I know you guys can relate to this. He has to bust his ass to feed his kids. But it, it really makes me angry. Let's put it like that. It's very irritating to the tiger. Makes his tail get all poofy and his eyes go big. And, oh, it's just a horrible thing. It's like he's been electrocuted. You know, electrocuted. Not good like this, like the EMF does to us. Look how <laughs> Yes, that's where I go. I'm all fired up tonight. Next story. More Bidenomics or Biden politics here. Poll finds three quarters of small. And I know polls are crap. I don't have to tell me that. Just the, this this just goes to the point of what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Poll finds three quarters of small businesses doubt American, American, econ, American economy's strength despite Biden's claims. Am I? Is there something wrong with me, ladies and gentlemen, or does that does not sound right? If I were to write this headline, I would say: "Poll finds three quarters of small businesses doubt America's econ- economic strength despite Biden's claims." Doubt American economic economy strength despite Biden's claims. Is, is am I having an English poofar? And I am not some kind of scholar or wordsmith. Although somebody called me one on Twitter today, I thank them for the compliment, but I think they were trying to be pejorative. But Angry Tiger, words can't hurt Angry Tiger because Angry Tiger doesn't give other people power. He only uses the power for himself. Anyway, <laughs> oh, this is a short one. Thank, thank the Dickens. Three out of four small businesses don't think the American economy is robust enough, according to a new poll, despite Biden's assurances that it's performing well. Oh, no, I'm wrong. This is a slideshow article. I, I just test these things. Negative outlook. And in worse news for the for the president, as he seeks a second term in office, running in November's election, is that another majority respondent, fifty-one percent, believe the economy is getting worse. While I'm doing this, I want to ask the people in the chat. I'm curious about this because you're all very intelligent, and I want to get your intake on this. Now, I don't believe we elect the presidents. I think that they're selected and they they use them for whatever purpose that they're going, you know, implement. Like Trump was the disaster president. I think that's why they built. That was one of the reasons it was. They're always multifaceted reasons that they do things because they're snake headed gypsy tin benders. They're very sneaky like a snake slithering around with their forked tongue, smelling things, trying to see what they can swallow and consume and slowly constrict the life out of the middle-class consumer anyways, and money. Anyways, Uh, I want to get your opinion. Do you think they're going to run this addled old man? whose brain has been eaten by worms and he can barely function anymore for president in November, I'm going to be shocked if they do. But let me know what you think in the chat. I'll check it out in a second after I do this article. And in worse news, as he seeks a second term in office, running in November's election, is that another majority of respondents, 51% believe the economy is getting worse. They don't believe it. It is. It is getting worse. Okay. That's what's going on. Only just under one quarter, 24% of 400 small business owners who took part in a survey for the Jobs Creators Network Foundation, a nonpartisan enterprises group, in December had a positive outlook on the U.S. economy. The positive view among owners of small firms, there are more than 33.1 million such enterprises in the U.S., according to the government's Small Business Administration, who believe the economy is either good or excellent is at the lowest level in just a year. In other words, what they're saying is that out of the 33.1 million small businesses, they, uh, it's a, the people who think the economy is doing well has been the lowest in, in, uh, in over a year, uh, probably more. Okay, what else do we have here? High price pressure. Small businesses were in particularly struggling to cope in the face of continued high prices driven by high inflation over the last two years, the group said. Small businesses are dying, ladies and gentlemen. It's on purpose. JCNF President Elaine Parker said in a statement accompanying the survey's results in early January that this year could be a bad could be bad for American business businesses and Biden's chances of re-election. Parker said, "Quote: It's an unhappy New Year for American small businesses. His view of the national economy is near a historic low. Only one quarter believe U.S. economic conditions are favorable, despite the Biden administration's claims." Main Street seems to be in for a rocky 2024. What else do we have here? President Biden says his economic policies under the so-called Bidenomic strategy. Who would want to put their name on anything economically? I mean, you can't control the economy, but since these people aren't students of Lugwood Van Mises, they don't understand that. But why would you pin your name to, to the economy? That's just not very smart. In his words, it's about growing the economy from the middle out and the bottom up, not the top down. He's this, the Democratic mantra. Oh, we're, we're there for the little guy. Sure you are. That's why you do all the insider trading. That's why you have all these boondoggles for your, your special interest groups who, you, who basically bribe the people in the Senate and the Congress to pass laws in their favor. Sure, but you're for the little guy Democrats, I believe you. Just like the Republicans are for the freedom lover. Sure, you are. I'm sure that you're for the freedom lover, Mr. Republicans. Only difference between Democrats and Republicans is the Democrats look you in square in the face and say, I'm going to kick you in the crotch as hard as I can. And then when that happens, I'm going to stick a grenade in your mouth and blow your financial head off. And you'll be crawling around on the ground looking for your brain brain matter and trying to put yourself back together again. The Republicans, they say, we love you. We love freedom. We're going to help you. But they're behind your back, okay, with an ax slitting your throat, okay, and, and drinking the blood. All right. Oh, I said Republicans drink blood. I am being metaphorical. OK, but anyways, that's the difference between the two. There is no difference. It's a uniparty. Don't let anyone fool you. And don't get caught in the tribalism. I get caught in it, too. I, 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 I tend to root for people on the right sometimes mistakenly because I, that, that's a natural thing. All right, because I'm more aligned with them with some of their views. OK, but don't get caught in that. They're all greedy, no good, garbage eating bastards. That's what they are. And and B words. I won't say that in front of the ladies that are viewing. So, anyway, he's revitalized and he's saying he has revitalized the American economy after it was ravaged by the coronavirus pandemic. You mean after you guys ravaged it? The pandemic didn't ravage it. The policies under the coronavirus ravaged it. Thanks, Trump. Thanks, Trump. Here we go. Here we go. Where's Trump at? I got him somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Forty chess, yeah, and then then they gave us this clown. Aye, aye, aye. For Pete's sake, for Pete's sake, we have these morons running everything, and everybody acts like this is natural. I am not, I'm not a real big fan of Putin. I watched that interview. I watched Putin. I watched Xi Ping Jinping speak. Where is he at? Winnie the Pooh. There he is. Here's not Xi. Oh, stuff and fluff and fluff. 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 Stuff and fluff. I watch Macron speak. These people are eloquent. They can talk. They use words that are you know, descriptive. All right? You listen to the clowns that we have. We got a circus barker. Then we got a guy that can't complete a sentence. This is where we're at in America, and everyone should be angry like Angry Tiger is. But don't let that spoil your mood. Only stay angry for a little bit. It's not good for you. All kinds of things happen when you're when you're angry. What is that stuff that you release that uh courses all you don't want that flowing through your veins all the time? Shortens your life very quickly. Anyways, the incumbent is hoping is hoping, say political analysts, that, that his handling of the economy will go down well with voters. <laughs> so I don't think it is, Mr. Biden. Eat another ice cream cone during that de- during the Democratic primaries that will soon get underway. And if he becomes his party's nominee, he will turn to the White House in November all right i'm not I'm not gonna read this twenty two page click article here with with a paragraph in each uh, each little picture, but I am gonna to go to the chat and i'm gonna see if you guys answered my question. What do you think they're gonna do with Biden? So Levi, welcome to the show. It's glad to see you there all right let me see here. let me see here uh Audi says he has a request playing Benny Bell's Shaving Cream. It was the 40s recording that became a big hit in 1970s. You will dig it. Let's see if we can get that out. I will, I'm will. i going to write that down because I don't know how fast the chat's going to move. But um, Shaving Cream. All right, Audi. You see, this is an interactive program. This isn't just about, it's never about me. This is about you guys, and this is about the American public. This is about your friends and your family and loved ones. How to prepare them. This is a financial report in working man's English. And I, you know, and, and come to TigerTales at freeworld.fm. It is it is a blast. And I do requests and we do advice and we do all kinds of great stuff. It's extremely positive. All right, I got that written down, Audi. Let's see if we can't jam that in. Instead of your commercial, I'll play that. How's that, Audi? I'll make you a deal. Anyway, do you guys think that they're actually gonna run Biden? I'm really, I'm really uh, actually really curious to that. So I don't have any answers. I don't see anything in here, Um, but Hey, in the chat, Opossum King, Hey, what's going on? Patrick, the plumber. Glad to see you there. Opossum King, Levi, Jason Barker, Karen Carpenter, all of you may Nancy. I'm asking you guys, do you think they're actually going to run Joe Biden in this next election? I, 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 it's, this is crazy if they do, but uh, we're going to continue on and I'll check back in a second after the next article. Love this stuff, guys. Okay. Lunacy, Looney Town. Of course, it's coming out of California. That doesn't surprise me at all. Um, (laughs) California Senate candidate floats raising minimum wage by 600%. Smugly tells critics just to do the math. I don't think she understands math very well or economics at all. If they raise the unemployment 50%, do you think that might have a Uh, 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 an impact on small businesses and the costs of good and goods and services. Do you think that that might just make them rise? I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, or do you think they'll just fire everybody and, and and place robots in there and the big three, they're getting what they wanted. I just read an article about Ford and they're looking at revamping all their auto plants. Okay. And getting rid of the union workers and putting robots in. Because it'd be cheaper than paying them with that with the increase that they got. They want to go to work. And I and, and I understand it's hard work and this, that, the other, but they want to work 32 hours a week and get hundred grand a year. I mean, I don't know what planet they're living on. Um, but they got it. And I'll tell you what, that's gonna crush Ford. But you think Ford's gonna let themselves be crushed by the, you know, in, in the trash compactor that the union made? I don't think so. I think Ford has got a long-term game plan of getting rid of human workers. It's not very hard in an industrial setting like that. Anyways, minimum wage jobs are not meant to be lifelong careers, no kidding. They're stepping stones, okay? They're 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 beginner jobs that can support an entire family. Rather they're an opportunity for young people and others with limited skills to get a foot in the door. But California Democrat Congresswoman Barbara Lee, who's running for Senate, <laughs> believes burger flippers should be making $50 an hour, according to the New York Post. That's more than the average salary of teachers, firefighters, or police officers. Lee is one of the four frontrunners vying for California's open U.S. Senate seat. Democratic Representative Adam Schiff, Katie Porter, and Barbara Lee joined Lee and Lone Republican Steve Garvey on stage Monday at head of the state's March 5th open primary. Under California's election rules, all candidates are listed on the same ballot, regardless of party. The top two vote-getters in the primary will advance to the November general election. This debate offered voters an early glimpse into politics and positions of the main contenders hoping to succeed the late Senator Dianne Feinstein, according to Reason Magazine. Lee defended her previous support for a $50 million minimum wage by citing studies showing that an income of six figures is barely enough for a family of four to get by in a high-cost living area like San Francisco Bay Area. Interesting. The current federal minimum wage is $7.25 an hour. California's ranges from 16 to 20 per hour. Can you imagine being a small business owner and having to pay some unskilled labor to move boxes around for $20 an hour? I've been a small business owner. That's not good at all. They, it's impossible. It's not feasible. Depending on location, according to the New York Post, Senate candidate Rep. Barbara Lee wants to raise the minimum wage to $50 an hour. Quote, unquote, in the Bay Area, I believe it was the United Way came out with a report that very recently said $127,000 for a family of four is just barely enough to get by. Lee said when questioned about how this pay raise would be sustainable. Just do the math, she said. Of course, we have a national minimum wage that we need to raise to a living wage. Lee continued. We we're talking about $20, 25 dollars an hour. Fine. But I've got to be focused on what California needs like what California needs and what affordability factor is when we calculate this wage. She said, this is insanity. This is absolutely insanity. I'm getting some crazy. I'm getting a message here from one of my, Oh, look at that. Oh, Levi's sending me messages of cakes and things that he's baking. Levi, you are pounding on the door to my heart. And I don't mean that in a funny way, ladies and gentlemen, Levi is a great guy. Had him on the show twice. You will see Levi again on my show. Much respect for Levi. Um, Anyways, in contrast, Republican <laughs> in contrast, Republican candidate Steve Garvey said the minimum wage is currently at an appropriate level. He argued that raising it to twenty dollars an hour. He argued that raising it to20 dollars an hour as California has done for large employers, will lead to higher prices for consumers. No, Really, this guy is a genius, a financial guru by all means. Oh my goodness. But California congressman Adam Schiff, that clown. Adam Shifty Shift, who turned out to be one of the reasonable Democrats on stage, pushing for only a 20 to 25 dollar an hour minimum wage, said that the current minimum wage makes it impossible for wage earners to buy a house in California, according to the New York Post. Yes, it would if minimum wage jobs were meant for families to subsist on, which they are not. As mentioned before, minimum wage jobs exists for a reason. They are entry points. They teach valuable soft skills like teamwork, communication, and responsibility. They offer flexibility, perfect for students or those juggling side hustles. The pay reflects that offering a taste of financial independence while encouraging you to upskill and climb the ladder while supporting small business that cannot survive without cheap labor. But many Democrats running for or already sitting in some of the highest offices in the land seem to la- have a lack of basic understanding that creating a system where everyone has the opportunity to earn a decent, decent living does not, does not start by artificially inflating the starting point. And they are 100% right on that. Um, anybody who thinks that you should raise the minimum wage to $50 an hour is, a, is dwelling underneath the donkey's tail. They are absolute donkey ass clowns, okay? I hope that wasn't too harsh for you ladies out there. I'm sorry, I, 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 I digress, but that's where they're at. I, that, that, that's a saying I got from, from from my dad, God rest his soul. You're dwelling under the donkey's tail. It was great when he would tell me that. It made me think, it made me think a lot. Anyways, moving on, alert and upward. I'm gonna check the chat again and see if we got any answers on do you think they're gonna run Mr. Biden? So, uh, all right, let me see here. I guess okay, all right. what do we got? What do we got Mr v n a uh, Vince Agnelli, welcome to the show. He says Hillary's gonna run, okay? What else do we have? Good luck getting Biden to run anywhere. Karen Carpenter says that's hilarious. it It's okay. It's clear the establishment wants Trump in, says Audi. Um, they will assassinate Trump, and the elections will be suspended due to civil unrest and disobedience, says Levi. Uh, Biden gets 100 million mail-in votes. That's what Opossum King says. I think he's saying that he is um, he's is is—they're uh, going to run Biden again. All right, and I think that's about it. And then Karen Carpenter says, "Yeah, some reports of Obama getting donors for a run for his spouse. No idea if it's true. There's a lot of conjecture about that. There's always conjecture about uh, Big Mike." Or Michelle Obama, as people like to call him or her or whatever. Uh, I don't. I don't buy that. I think she's a woman. She's just a very, very manly woman. She's an invert. That's what she is. She comes from planet PopToid, and she's really a man. And the aliens changed her at birth. There are people. Listen to this. There are people who believe that. I've been called an invert, and some of my colleagues here in the podcasting world have been called an invert. They believe that the aliens who run the world. Okay, from off from planet Poptoid or Dimension Ziza, all right. They think that the aliens get these people at birth and they change their sex. I really, I'm more, I'm speechless when I say that. I picked on the guy. His name. He he uh, he mocks Christ and calls himself the son of God. He's on YouTube. Check him out. He's hilarious. And people in our community actually believe this crap. Horrible, horrible, horrible thing. Anyways. Back to the reporting. Okay. Um, Also, Opossum King had a really good comment. Mickey D's already has a fully automated drive-in. No people. I've seen... I've heard of that. I'm not a a big fan of um, any fast food. I don't go anywhere um, that serves fast food because it's poison. But um, yeah, they're automating everything. And that's because... They're trying to get rid of the human worker. So on to some more good financial news. Yeah, not really. All economic indicators, ladies and gentlemen, point to an oncoming onslaught of death and destruction for the middle class and uh, full economic meltdown and disaster going on worldwide. Uh, U.S. wholesale prices rose more than expected in January. Really? Really? That's why the small business people are crying. That's what I was gonna bring up earlier. The small business people are not happy because the cost of the things that they buy to resell or they use for their businesses, they buy them wholesale, the costs are rising. Now I I do wholesale with with the auto parts place, okay? It used to be every quarter they would sell me, they would send me cost increases and what they're gonna do to try to mitigate them for me. Okay, now it's every month cost increases and what they're going to try to do to mitigate for me they'll mix you know right brakes and rotors together or you know alternator and serpentine belts together and you buy them both and you get a little bit of a discount but they're trying at least this this company is trying to mitigate a little bit of that so they don't lose customers but u.s wholesale prices rose more than expected in january according to the government's data published friday as services service costs were lifted My God, who writes these by a jump in the index for hospital outpatient care? The producer price index, the PPI. Pay attention to the PPI, ladies and gentlemen. And I like going to the St. Louis Fed. They call it Fred to get my numbers. Um, Rose 0.3% in January after falling 0.1% a month earlier. This is horse smoke. I would say it's more like 1%. Okay, or maybe, maybe I'll 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 be generous and say three quarters of a percent, but it's more than zero point three percent. And the zero point one percent that it fell, they're just they they took food out of that one. You see, you have to really be watch what they do because they add and subtract things from their basket of goods to try to mitigate the real numbers, and then like the jobs numbers and everything. They go back and they revise them and nobody gets, nobody reports on this stuff. So nobody knows that that's what's going on. Again, snakes. Okay. You can't trust snakes. All right. Snakes are inherently, they're sneaky. Okay. And, and they lie. All right. And that's what these people are doing. All right. Anyways, this was above market expectations of a smaller 0.1% rise. According to the briefing.com PPI inflation surprised, surprised to the upside. What is with these people in their writing? In January, high-frequency economics chief, U.S. Economics, economic economist Rubila Thraouk wrote in a note to clients, the data shows significant process on producer prices from rates of change a year. Er, from rates of change a year. This is what this says earlier, she added, but like the CPI monthly changes accelerated to the start of the year. The trick of this is they're not measuring this stuff year to year, and that's what really counts, okay? We are paying almost 8% more, a little bit over 8% more for our food than we were last year, all right? And that's one of the most important things you wanna look at. Oil, all right, they're manipulating. For some reason, they're keeping oil prices low, all right? So they'll add that in there. And if oil prices go high, they might take that out. Okay, when food prices get super higher, there's a spike. They'll take that out. So you can't trust these people, but look at this chart. All right, this is the monthly average. Do they have a yearly average? It would be nice. They don't. Okay, because they don't want to show you that because you'll jump out of your socks. All right, you'll get so depressed, you'll want to go play in the middle of a busy road. Okay, don't do that, ladies and gentlemen. That'd be very bad for your health. Anyways, following the same vein, consumer prices rose 0.31. In January, more than expected as the annual rate moved to 3.1%. So, basically, to make a long story short, ladies and gentlemen, instead of going through all these charts and numbers as I, we've quickly run out of time here, basically, year to year, all right, from one month to from last January to this January, you have almost a four, you might as well say a, a 3% increase in inflation. And I'm sure that that number is lower. Than what it really is. I like shadow stats. I have reverse engineered some of their stuff. Check out shadow stats and we'll get the real numbers and let's 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 do that right this second. We're gonna do that in real time. I hope you hope you guys don't mind. Let's take a look at what shadow stats is saying. Why not? I'm starving to death anyway. It's not like I'm gonna get any less hungry as we go on here. Let me see here. Shadow stats. Where is the inflation? Alternate data. Blah blah blah. Let's see here. Contact index. Alternate data. me supply. Inflation. There we go. Let's see. The CPI chart in the home page reflects our estimate of inflation for today. Okay. Let's see where. Do they have me a solid number somewhere? I would just like a solid number, please. Base. Oh, okay they are at off their chart they're saying inflation all right is up at 15 percent almost okay the way that i can see this the little bit that i can see that's very interesting what else does it say here let me see here alternate data let's uh unemployment let's check that out shadow stats is saying unemployment is at 35 percent, and i find that uh i find that fairly accurate so, check out John Williams' shadow stats. Um, they do their best. And like I said, I've reverse engineered their information a couple of different times. It doesn't take a genius like this.
1: sound like a paper club. like a paper Hong Kong Fui. Kong Fui.
2: Kong Fui to see that the global economy and not only our, our economy and the global economy is in a full meltdown. So, let's see here. Here's a, here's a cheery story more than 81,000 employees laid off in major U.S. layoffs in January. More than 81,000 employees lost their jobs in major U.S. layoffs in January alone. That's just this month or last month. The most in any one month since Forbes started tracking layoffs last summer, including major cuts at Amazon, Google, Salesforce, and Microsoft. What is scary about this is these are major companies doing this. They know, they look at the future. They have, you know, analysis that are looking at this stuff, okay, and saying we're not going to need these employees in the future. What does that tell you? Okay, this is what we do on the Tiger and Snake Financial Report. We look for things like this. It's like reading the tea leaves, okay? And no, I'm not a witch. I was called a witch though earlier. Anyways, I love doing this stuff. I I can't believe how moronic some people are. Anyways, the biggest round of job cuts came from Amazon. What does that tell you? Amazon, the cheapest place to get things, is cutting jobs because they're forecasting less demand of their service, which means the economy is cratering. All right. It is absolutely, it's like a giant meteor hit the economy and now it's going gone. And there's a dying fucking sound going on as Ross Perot would say. All right. Let's move on to the next one. We're getting long in the tooth here. Also, um, usually we would do, um, a commercial, but we're going to do Audi's, uh, Audi's, uh, little song here hopefully it's not too long let me let me type this up real quick for audi we'll get this we'll get this done for him um he is a good friend of the show and uh definitely like audi so we're gonna play this for him now audi you need to come to tiger Tales on saturday at 8 p.m eastern okay and the nine o'clock hour we do requests and I would love to see you there one of these days on Freeworld.fm, the freest radio in the world. And you got the foxhole in there. You have Nights of the Storm. You got Chris Graves with Cranium Blender. You have the Tony Arderburn Wise Wolf Golden Crypto Show. Check out Billy Ray's Primetime. That is that is badass. Just uh we got Jimmy Jean into the microchasm with Jimmy Jean. Great stuff. Okay. Here we go. Here is your oh, look at this. It's two minutes and 45 seconds. I love it. We're gonna we're gonna hit this. See what it's like.
0: I have a sad story to tell you. It may hurt your feelings a bit. Last night when I walked into my bathroom, I stepped in a big pile of shaving cream. Be nice and clean. Shave every day and you'll always look keen. I think I'll break off with my girlfriend, her antics are queer I'll admit, each time I say darling I love you, she tells me that I'm full of shaving cream, be nice and clean, shave every day and you'll always look keen. Our baby fell out of the window. You think that her head would be split. But good luck was with her that morning. She fell in a barrel of shaving cream. Be nice and clean. Shave every day and you'll always look keen. An old lady died in a bathtub she died from a terrible fit in order to fulfill her wishes she was buried in six feet of shaving cream be nice and clean save every day and you'll
3: always look keen
0: when i was in france with the army one day i looked into my kit I thought I would find me a sandwich, but the darn thing was loaded with shaving cream. Be nice and clean, shave every day and you'll always look keen. And now, folks, my story is ended. I think it is time I should quit. If any of you feel offended, stick your head in a barrel of shaving cream. Be nice and clean. Shave every day and you'll always look keen.
2: Wow, Ollie, that was sweet. Dude, that was hilarious. Thank you. I needed that to break up all this horrible news. That, that was that was great thank you Audi that was hilarious and I am going to uh check out more of his songs I see they had a whole list there a very clever man um you surprised me with well you have a radio station but I, I like your musical knowledge Audi and I you are extremely eclectic in your uh musical musical uh what you like and I am too all right too early to call impact of layoffs on macro economy stocks made a new record high of course party on Wall Street listen. As inflation rises, okay, as the consumer gets eaten alive, the stock market goes up. And I'm going to tell you a little secret about the stock market right now. A lot of people don't know. There's a lot of stock buybacks going on by these big bigger corps, okay? They're doing it on purpose. All right, it's a big party there. Expect 40,000 before this all tumbles down. That's that's just my prediction. Dow Jones at 40,000. Anyways, S&P reaching a closing high of 5,029.73 points on Thursday and an interday high of 5,038 points on Friday. For the week, the S&P shed 0.4%. The index is now up 4.9% year to date. Well, they yeah, they like to do year to year when it comes to the stock market, don't they? And up 39% from its, from its October 12, 2022 closing of 3,577 points. The strength of the stock market seems in conflict with the plethora of news. The worse the economic news gets, the higher the stock market goes. This this is how this works, okay? Didn't used to work like that. That's how it works now, all right? The strength of the stock market seems in conflict with the plethora of news headlines on companies announcing layoffs. Here's a few from just the past week. Nike to cut over 1,600 jobs. Paramount lays off hundreds of workers. Cisco to lay off thousands of employees. Cleveland Cliffs closings. West Virginia tin plant. Wow. Oh my goodness, it gets worse. And this is just, look at this graph. Look at this here. That, okay, what is this graph? Too early to call you. The there's a lot to be said about this, all right? Layoffs, and look at this layoffs and discharge thing. Ladies and gentlemen, look at this. This is from the St. Louis Fed. Look at this. You, from 2014, 2020, there's a huge spike there. You see that? Not very good at all. That was covid that was COVID-iet. Uh the Covid scandemic going on. All right. Now they're 2023. Where's 2024? All right. Where is it at? It's not in there. Not a good thing. No bueno. All right. No bueno. I don't know why they put that graph in there if they weren't going to have this year in there. Anyways. Stock uh, stock market news. Uh, i Just this is just to prove my point. Okay. Number one, the stock market raises when the economy gets crappy. All right. And all these bad economic news comes. But to add to things, retail sales fall more than expected. All right, um, they're not going to let me read this 100%. But retail sales, is seasonally adjusted, fell seasonally adjusted 0.8% from month a month earlier. Economists expected a 0.3% fall. So in other words, it fell 1%, which is a lot, even if you take their numbers at face value. Because listen to this: 70% of our economy depends on retail sales. This is just more of more of what I've been trying to prove to you. The, the consumer is devastated. All right. The working middle class man and woman are devastated. Working class families are devastated. All right. And I'm going to keep saying all these things till I'm blue in the face and pointing out the lies and the deception of the mainstream media and the mainstream economists. OK, I'm just an analyst. That's all I am. I'm not an economist. I'm an analyst and I look at what's going on. But I do have a lot of breath in my body so I can wail and, and, beat, my, and beat my breasts about these I things. could blow up an I elephant with a breath out in, my body. Body. in my body. Ah! Ah! Yes, I could. Anyway, carrying on. Mm-mm-mm. Major retailers pour money behind controversial anti-seft measure. So to my point, people are stealing more. Okay, they're taking things into their own hands. All right. Target and Walmart have collectively donated $1.5 million in support of a proposed amendment to California's Proposition 47. The amendment would increase the severity of punishments for shoplifting. Making changes after Pro- 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 Proposition 47 was passed in 2014, nonviolent shoplifting of items was worth less than $950 was downgraded from a felony to a misdemeanor. However, the proposed amendment would allow separate thefts to be added up to surpass the $950 threshold for felony charges, according to Supermarket News. Let's see. Additionally, the proposed change would also ramp up sentencing for people working as a group. Yeah, they have shoplifting, stealing groups now. Dubious claim. However, people are already occasionally arrested for stealing when they didn't commit any crime. In September, a South Carolina woman sued Walmart after spending the night in jail for shoplifting, despite never entering the store on the day of the supposed crime how does that happen flawed process let's see here what's going on so basically and to sum this article up we'll, we'll, we'll read the last one of the last things here over the last few years retailers have repeatedly blamed rising property crime for store closures especially in major cities like San Francisco however the reported property crime rate in the US has plummeted in the last few decades falling from 5000 cases per 100,000 people to 2,000 cases per 100,000 people. In contrast to prevailing narrative around shoplifting, an October study of, by the Public Policy of Institute of California found that property crime has actually declined since Proposition 47 was passed. That's horse smoke, okay? That being said, shoplifting isn't always reported to the police because it's not seen as worth it. Nevertheless, a 2018 study by the Public Policy Institute of California found that while Proposition 47 might have caused an uptick in shoplifting. The increase has mostly reversed in the past few years. That is absolute garbage, okay? And you know how I know that that's garbage, okay? This is why this is garbage. I'm just going to read the headline here, okay? And this is from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Drunk, shrinkflate, not shrinkflation, but what this article is about is that because of shoplifting, $112 billion, okay, in retail theft occurred in this country last year, $112 billion, okay? That has to be taken into account to the bottom line of any business, all right? They call it shrinkage, all right? And that's where, that's, my, my son Naba, I call him Naba because when he was, when he was young, he used to nab like little pieces of food off people's plate and go and nab something from you. Anyway, my son told me that shrinkage where he works, I'm not going to say where all right, but it's a big retail chain, is off the charts, okay? Shrinkage is everywhere at to the tune of $112 billion. So the people who wrote this article, All Things Finance, they're full of horse smoke, all right? Don't let them fool you. But the reason this is happening is because people don't have money to buy things. They're stealing them or they're stealing them to resell them. It's not just some drug addict trying to get a fix, all right? Or some kid stealing for the thrills and chills of it, all right? It's because people are hurting, and they're, they're going to the last resort. They're desperate. That's why this is going on, all right? And you got the mainstream media, you got the garbage eating politicians up there trying to say things that, that aren't true, that aren't real. And it really, it makes me angry and I'm not gonna lose it this, and spoil my appetite because we're almost done here, okay? On to the next one. Is inflation causing a rise in retail theft? Have you noticed prices seeming higher every time you go to the grocery store or fill up your gas tank lately? You're not alone. Inflation rates have been surging to record highs over the past couple of years. And while rising costs of living is painful for most law-abiding citizens, it unfortunately seems to be contributing to another troubling trend. Increased rates of retail theft and shoplifting. To my point. Again, to my point. All right. This is from Retail Insider. Okay. These are the people who report on retail business. All right. People are desperate. Ladies and gentlemen, pray for your fellow citizens. All right, don't laugh at them and call them normies and sheeple and throw eggs at them. Pray for them. That's the proper thing to do. Have mercy because there, but for the grace of God, go I. Anyways, on to the next very, very sickening story. And I would like to thank Chris Rosini, okay, from the Ron Paul Institute. All right, if you guys don't know who he is, find him on Twitter, follow him. He is on the Ron Paul Report every Friday. Okay, I would like to give a special shout out to Ron Paul, he's the man, Daniel McAdams and Chris Rosini, the, the Ludwig von Mises Institute and the Ron Paul Institute. If you don't know about them, go and find out. Google it. Very easy to find. But Chris Rosini, this is a post on Twitter. Printing money for the creation of weapons for destruction is not good for the economy. Only the crony military industrial complex benefits at our expense. The rest of us can only benefit from sound money and the creation of productive goods and services, which I agree with him 100%. Without the U.S. doing any of the fighting in Ukraine, the economy, is, Ukraine's economy is benefiting from the war. Defense output has surged in the last two outputs. Our economy is too, the GDP, okay? The Biden admin estimates 64% of the $61 billion Ukraine aid and supplement flows back to the U.S. defense. By <laughs> so, so do you see this? In one door, out the other. They operate very similar to the Federal Reserve. They issue debt, okay? They buy the debt. It goes in one door out the other and they issue more debt, okay? And they collect the interest on that debt and they love it because of their scam is perpetual, okay? Ukraine's economy doing pretty damn good. Why? Because we're injecting liquidity into it, like US dollars, okay? Just like the Fed injects liquidity to us. So Ukraine and the military industrial complex is laughing all the way to the bank on your dime, okay? And they're murdering, Ukrainians, they're sending them into the meat grinder, and at least we not forget since nobody's talking about it. Okay, where they're using your money to murder and create genocide, a genocidal war over in Israel with Netanyahu and his Zionist, you know, axe that he's swinging around, trying to eliminate every Palestinian that, that's breathing any air. So this is a horrible place for us to be. And and this isn't a religious show, but God is going to judge us, and we are weep, reaping the whirlwind. Let's put it like that. So, that being said, let's check out the market. I do have a funny video for you. Although Audi's song was very, very funny and very entertaining, ten-year yield was all over the place in one day. Look at the spike. Went up, went up to four point. Where it was the highest point was at four point three percent, almost up to four and a half percent. The Fed stepped in, started buying, 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 buying. The sell-off continued. It jumped up again to 4.29%. This is all in a day. Do you understand the quadrillions of dollars they have to do spend in bond to make this jump, to make these jumps, to make this index look like this? Okay. And it finally leveled out at 4.28%. There's a bond sell off going on, which there was a natural knee jerk into the dollar, and that went up. Okay. It went up on Thursday, actually, and, and had marginal losses on Friday which made gold and silver go down a little bit, okay? But gold rebounded, okay? Because the dollar did drop a little bit on Friday. These things are synonymous with each other, ladies and gentlemen. Tech, not too many drop. uh, Drop was insignificant, okay? The the relative strength of the dollar, it was insignificant. We had the Dow Jones close at 38,628 points. The NASDAQ at 17,685. And the S&P 500 at 5,005. All right so volatility index that rose a little bit at 14.24% but of course it's going to raise when there's a sell-off in the bond market. The whole stock market is a derivative of the debt market. remember these things okay oil we another loss at 77.92 a barrel. please if you can get into oil ETF, not financial advice I suggest you do it. when this all comes down, buy the dips in commodities ladies and gentlemen and put yourself in a very good position okay? We are not going to let this get us down. We're going to work together as a team. We're going to work together as a, um, what do you call that? Plutonic family. And we're going to win. And we're going to survive this. And your families and your friends and your neighbors are going to survive this. All right? Be, be good Christians or good whatever you are and warn people in a way that that's discernible and not bombastic. Eyedroppers of truth, not five-gallon buckets. Stick to the economy is a good way to talk to people because everybody can relate to it. So oil at 77.90, gold 2019 an ounce. That's seen a you know a six-point increase, net quarter of a percent, basically, a little bit over a quarter of a percent. Silver staying stable, right around $23 an ounce. What do we got going on here? Bitcoin at 52000 dollars When it, we closed on Friday, the markets will not be open tomorrow. It is president's day. Uh 10-year yield closed at 4.283%. My favorite stock here's the stock. If you want to get into an oil ETF, it's fairly cheap. Okay, not financial advice. DBO, and it pays a dividend. You know what happened to me? I checked my account, and I seen that I hadn't made enough dividends to buy another seven or eight shares of this stock. And that was just that was just given to me as the stock dividend was when you buy this an ETF and it has dividends. That's money they give you, and it went into my account, my brokerage account, and I was able to buy more of the DBO. So the bitcoin one uh etf that we're tracking is at $24.61 i would not touch that one with a 10 foot pole right now um bitcoin yes the etf no not sure if it's a scam or o or whatever it is but i'm going to check the chat real quick and we're going to play a funny video we're going to get the heck out of here cuz i'm starving to death anyways who do we what do we got going on uh Jason Barker says raising the minimum wage just makes medium wage people minimum wage employees. Well, that was way up there. What do we got going on here? Um, we got some talk. You can play the old campaign. Okay, they're they're going back and forth in the chat about something that that's a good conversation in there. I'm glad to see you guys are uh, doing well in there. Costco Kirtland signature toilet paper used to be 425 sheets and 30 rolls at 1699. Now it's 380 sheets. With 30 rolls at 21.99, Levi states from narrowway Narrowgate's ministry. That is an excellent observation, and we call that shrinkflation. So, a very, very good. Um, Karen Carpenter says, "I think they want everything locked up, so you have to have help or scan your card or chip to get at everything." Very, yeah, that's a good possibility, Karen. I would agree. Um, Audi says he hasn't been inside a grocery store in at least a year. Wow, holy macaroni and cheese! Anyways, um the problem with their scam is that they make more money, but as they print more money, uh their unrealized profits are diluted at the same time. This is why inflation continues to ex- escalate, says Jason Barker.
0: Um
2: what else do we have here? That's about it. Are you I'm rushing this info anyway? I think Jason is joking around with Karen and, and Uncle Vinny in there. If you if you like what I do, you can throw me a tip on Rumble. Okay. I would like to sooner or later do this daily. All right. I would like to be able to dig a little bit more. I'm not greedy. I don't want to be rich. I don't want to, you know, but if you like what I do, okay, go to the tigersden.net in the description of this video. You could throw me a tip on Rumble. All right. Or you could go to the tigersden.net. The only person I think should be president in 2024 is Jesus. You can get one of these Jesus 2024 signs. It's really. It's more of a statement than anything that I would make money on, or you can go to the wolf. You can go to the coupon code here, this little link, and it'll take you to Wolfpack. All right. And uh, that is a buying program set up by Tony Arterburn. It's going to take you to WiseWolfGold.com, the wisest of the wolves. And you get involved in their monthly buying program, Wolfpack. And from $35 up to a thousand. And I trust them. The prices are good because he's buying bulk. He's using all of our money to go in and buy. And then he passes those savings on to you. So, I have no problem um, Crejoling. I have no problem. They're kreejo in the chat. I have no problem uh, promoting someone like him. But yeah, definitely. If you like what I do, show me a little bit of love and uh, we'll, uh, we'll try to improve the show in many different ways. And that that's my goal is to, number one, try to improve the show and be able to spend more time doing this and getting a larger audience. So please, please, please like and share. How many people do we have watching? We got 36 people watching. Please, guys, hit that like button. Comment. Tell me what I'm doing wrong, what I missed. Tell me I'm doing great. Tell me whatever you want. But Please like, share, and comment. This helps get the word out, okay? Um, very important stuff. And here we go for our funny video of the week, how to get smocked.
0: I've got to gain Tanya Lopescu's confidence. First of all, you've got to impress her with the fact that until she testifies, her life is in great danger. Also, you've got to find out anything else she knows about chaos. Here's our procedure. Wait a minute, Chief. Isn't this top security? Yes. Yeah. Well, shouldn't we activate the cone of silence? Max, I've been having a little mechanical difficulty with it lately, and Don't I- be ridiculous, Chief. The whole thing is so simple. All you have to do is press this button and turn this lever all the way to the right. Now, here's our plan. Hold it, Chief. Okay, go ahead. First, you take Tanya to your apartment. Make sure you're not being followed, except of course by our own men. Meanwhile, I will take ninety nine disguises Tanya to a
2: commercial hotel. We'll register ninety nine and we'll sneak her out of the hotel, making
0: sure that some our men stay behind to guard her room as a decoy. Have you any questions? No, chief. I think that just about covers everything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's hilarious. The central government must have built that for him. Oh, that was great. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for hanging out. Um, again, I'm going to uh this looks like another good one. I'm gonna say uh hello to everybody again and thank you, May Nancy, uh Vince Agnelli, check out his book, The Public Wheel in You. We have Karen Carpenter, we have Jason Barker, we have Pat the Plumber was in there, Jason Barker, Levi, um. I will check out the, uh, Levi says, Tiger, check out the Hold'em Beer Cartoon. Uh, I'll check that out. Hold'em Beer Cartoon. Here we go. Hold on. Thanks, Levi. Um, I want to thank everybody in the chat. Who else did I miss anybody here? I don't want to miss anybody. We had Audi MMR, Modern Retro Radio. Check him out. Down the net. Yep. That seems, I think I've covered Opossum King. Thanks for being there. And everybody watching who's going to watch this video in the future. And those of you um, who are watching live. I really appreciate everything you guys are doing, and uh, I appreciate you getting the word out. I appreciate your, your patronage to my show. I really do. God bless one and all. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, remember when it comes to commodity, commodities, time is your most valuable commodity. Cherish it. Try not to waste it. Spend it doing something you love, with someone you love, improving yourself, or preferably all three of those things. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for viewing, and until we meet again. Your time is your most valuable commodity. Cherish it and use it wisely. Until we meet again. <laughs>